0: Hey, what's up everybody welcome back to the Dave cast you guys this is episode 75 it is monday january 20th 2020 uh, Martin luther king day. It is a first uh, podcast of the new year. I uh, hope you guys enjoy it Yes, I am sending you guys a podcast from treatment I'm gonna try to get a podcast out Every week to give you guys updates on how treatment is going uh, what i'm going through here uh, A big part of it is if anybody else out there needs help needs treatment uh, needs needs to talk to somebody don't be afraid to do it i wish i would have done this way sooner you guys and i haven't even dove into the treatment and stuff yet but i get into it in the podcast i hope you guys like it i'm doing this all from my phone so if it doesn't sound as good as it used to i don't have my good mic with me and all that but uh i'm just gonna record it from my phone like i used to so thank you guys for listening i really do appreciate it thank you for all the support i I don't know if I could have did this without you guys, I, for real. Uh, if it wasn't for you guys, I might have just l- sat in my hole and just rotted away. Uh, I got some goals I want to meet while I'm here, and I'm going to come out a better person on the other side, and uh, we're going to document it all of podcasting. So I hope you guys enjoy. Later. Hey, what's up, hey, everybody? What is going on, everybody? What's going on, everybody? What up, everybody? Welcome. Welcome to the Dave Cast. Welcome back to Davecast. the Dave Cast. The Dave Cast. The Dave Cast. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Man, I cannot get a point across to save my life today, you guys. am getting emotional. Stop getting emotional, Dave. Listen to me, you guys. I'm out of control. So, welcome to the Dave Cast. I'm going to be your host, Dave Helmbrett. This was the first podcast. I hope you guys liked it. I love you guys, and thank you so much. Love you guys. Listening. Later. Hey, what's up everybody? Whew, welcome back to the podcast. This is a special I'm in treatment edition of the podcast. While I'm in here, uh, for those of you who don't know, I am currently in St. Cloud, uh, Minnesota at, a, uh, at the Veterans Association Treatment Facility for PTSD and Addiction. Uh, a big reason I got sent here uh, is just because life, my, my mind, my thoughts, everything just been kind of out of control. I've been out of control for a long time and I want to try to do a podcast every week while I'm in here to kind of give you guys an update to maybe motivate other people who need help or want to get in and seek help. Uh, it's just, it's it's going to be an interesting ride. I'm here till February 27th is my release date and I am just going to make the best of it. I want to, I want to learn and soak in as much as I can while I'm here. It's going to be a really, really tough uh, 40 odd days that I'm here. It's, it's not going to be easy, and I don't look forward to a lot of it. I don't look forward to digging deep into my psyche and trying to figure out what the fuck is wrong with me, but it has to be done, and I'm really glad I'm here. I'm very glad I decided to do it. Uh, before coming in here, I had so, so many mixed feelings about it. Uh, you know, Can I be fixed when I leave here? I'm going to just go back to my shitty life. And you can't think that way. You got to give treatment a try. Maybe when I leave here, my, you know, I, my, I feel like my attitude's already changed a whole bunch. I feel like I already feel better just from getting out of my house and just getting around a few people that relate with me. Uh, not too many people on the outside uh, relate, you know. A, a big part for me was going from a ter- military lifestyle to a civilian lifestyle and never really adapting. Uh, a lot of a lot of the ways like civilians do things are it's way different. You know, at work, people are lazier. People don't listen. People just aren't motivated. People just don't care. In the military, they kind of they're the same people in the military, just few and far between. And if you don't, you you kind of have to care. You're kind of forced to. You're kind of forced to do a certain job. If you don't do it the right way, you get hammered. You get kicked out. You get it's a career. You know what I mean? A lot of times in civilian sector, when you're working in like PS industries, like. A lot of those guys, they don't plan on working there the rest of their life. It's just a stepping stone for them. And they want to just be there until the next bigger, better opportunity pops up. When it came to that job, I kind of was in the same boat. You know, at first, I really liked working there. But after a while, I was like, man, I don't want to be here for 30 years and be like one of these other crusty fucking guys that work there that are just crabby and hate life because they just stuck at some shitty job that they don't like. So a little bit about treatment and what's going on with it. I'll start off from the beginning here. So... Last Sunday, uh, me and Robin left Grand Forks, you know, said goodbye to all the kids, uh, said goodbye to everybody. It was tough, it was so hard to leave, leaving the animals, my pets, uh, Bailey. It just, it sucked, man, and I I didn't wanna do it, but I knew it had to be done. Uh, I didn't know what to expect of this place at all. Uh, Robin drives me down here, we stayed in a hotel uh, the night before, my check-in was at nine in the morning. And my brother Richie and Tiana, uh met us at the hotel and we all hung out and played some games and just just chilled it was such a good time huge shout out to my brother uh he's working on his sobriety he hasn't drank and i think it's been about six months or i don't know exactly but he's doing so good and we're really proud of you richie uh keep it up man and it's funny because i say that because i'm surrounded by people in here that are withdrawing from heroin alcohol uh tons of other drugs you name it, man. People people are in here for some pretty crazy shit. <laughs> Since I've been here, I've been feeling pretty normal. Mentally, I feel pretty normal when it comes to like addiction and stuff. And another reason they sent me here, like I said, is for addiction. Uh, I just have this crazy addictive personality. I know I can't take off drinking. I know I can't get involved in pills and other drugs and, and this and that. And I just... Uh, I really... Really need to get shit in order, you know? Back to, uh so we're staying at the hotel. Uh Richie and Tiana didn't spend the night there or anything. They leave. In the middle of the night, I wake up soaked in sweat with my body aching, and I am like, I am fucking sick. So I got influenza B uh, the day of my intake here at treatment. Uh, we came in, and to the beginning, so like, I'm, I don't know why I didn't expect this, but the VA didn't give us any fucking reporting instructions, and this VA... If you've never been to St. Cloud VA Center, it's huge. There's so many buildings. It's like a huge campus. And we had no idea where to go. So we just go to the main building. They tell us to go to another building. Another building tells us to go to another building. And it's like, welcome to the VA. And it's just kind of a, a shitty way to start the whole thing. And I even, I even said it. I was like I, to some lady behind a desk. I was like, you guys need to get some better reporting instructions. People are coming here for a very important thing and a very stressful thing. And it's like one of the hardest things you can do is walking into treatment. And they fucking made it kind of difficult, but that's what the VA does, right? They don't. You know what I mean? I hate on them a lot, but here I am getting a bunch of help from them. They paid for my neck surgeries. And like I said, they just deal with a lot of crazy veterans. And it, I know their funding isn't always the best. And I know a lot of the employees that they get are kind of like their doctors and everybody else are kind of bottom of the line. Because they don't get paid as much as other doctors and other nurses and other stuff. That's what I've heard. Um... Uh, what do I know though? How do I? I just this is all I've ever heard. It's never. I don't know. Maybe I should ask somebody here of why. Why it seems like their their employees aren't as good as like if you go to a bigger, better hospital. <sighs> I think I think it's funding from what I've heard, but fuck, who knows? I am just making shit up from or hearsay. <laughs> anyway, intake Monday morning. Uh, I show up here sick. Uh, they got me doing a lot of the in all the all the paperwork. Uh, a lot of like medical. Uh, physicals and things like that sitting down with a nurse and a doctor and everything and uh, they did some blood work on me and some tests some swabs and found out i had influenza b quarantined me to my room for two days so the first two days i was stuck in my room and it sucked and it was just fucking terrible but i got a lot of rest i got caught up on my sleep the best i could you know rolling around hot and sweaty felt like i was detoxing which i wasn't you know and I uh think I, somebody even people even the nurse even asked me that are you detoxing from anything this is before they knew I had influenza they wouldn't let me out of my room for the first uh first 48 hours or whatever and then once my temperature broke for 24 hours I was allowed to 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 leave the room Got out of the room. I uh, started eating solid foods. They kept bringing me these liquid meals every time. I get Jello and some juice and some other shit and chicken broth that tasted like plain. It didn't have any flavor at all. I'd throw some salt in it. It didn't even help. But uh, I was pissing out my ass. I was throwing up. I was shitting and throwing up at the same time. It was fucking horrible. I'd feel freaking hot I'd feel cold. I'd be freezing cold but soaking sweat. It's just, you guys, if you've had the flu, you know exactly how I was feeling and it was fucking terrible, terrible. Once I started feeling better, I got out of my room, started uh, getting into a few little classes and just more orientation. It's been all intake orientation this week. I made it into two different meetings and classes. I sat through one uh, one, uh, pretty short cognitive behavioral thinking class, which is a, a, a treatment for PTSD. And then I sat through, were required to go twice a week to an AA meeting, an NA meeting, uh, emotion. I went to an emotions one it was called or whatever. So if you're not addicted to narcotics or alcohol, which I'm not, uh, you sit through these uh, these meetings and you sit and talk about Uh, how you're feeling that week with a bunch of other people and this and that. It it was good. I really enjoyed it. You guys know me. I love to fucking talk. So I'm in the right place. I mean, all these meetings where talking is what you want to do. Talking is, that's the therapy. And I'm so, I'm I'm ecstatic. (laughs) I'm excited to do this. And it's, I know it's going to be hard and it's going to suck because every time you dig deep and you start picking away at, at, at the things that are really bothering you, you just, it reminds you of other things or there was something in that incident or that, you know, that you've forgotten or you stuffed deep down inside that you don't remember and you're like, holy crap, I remember that. And now it's like, I don't want to remember it. It's, it's a fucking terrible feeling, a terrible thought. I wish you'd stayed buried. But when things are buried, that's where all that, that's where all the shitty emotions and that's where all that hate, anger, uh, just unhappiness, bruise, you know, and I'm trying to dig all that out so I can be happy. And I haven't been happy for so long, and I'm ready to be happy. Uh, well, on Wednesday, I got to resume normal activities. Uh, like I said, I did some intro classes and stuff. Uh, battlefield acupuncture. acupuncture. Uh, they stuck five needles in each of my ears. Yes, my cauliflower crazy ears. I was like, can you even do this or whatever? And they're like, yeah, yeah, sure. And they put the needles in, it was just little pinches. It didn't hurt too bad. And you're supposed to leave him in for three days. I took mine out within a day. They started bothering me, and I couldn't wear my headphones and it was just uh, initially, it took my shoulder pain away. so but the one of you wondering my neck injury or my neck surgery recovery is going really well. obviously, I'm taking it very easy uh, since being in here, they do have a fitness center, they have a gym and they they play I played volleyball one day uh, yesterday for a little bit. Uh, but I just, uh, what I do to, for exercise is I walk this, uh, they have a corridor here, which is a really long hallway that just connects every single building. I haven't had to go outside yet. I go from building to building, which is this long corridor. And if you go from one end to the other, it is one mile. So it's a really long corridor. So it's half mile, one way, half mile back. And I just been doing that. I currently have five miles clocked, you know, and I'm just, I, I might go do another one tonight, but we'll see. So that's my uh, working my way back into uh, feeling better. But I still got some shoulder pain in my left arm, in my left shoulder. And after playing volleyball yesterday, I was sore today. I'm like, how can I be sore from playing volleyball? But honestly, I haven't really been doing much uh, for like the last three or four months. Especially after surgery, I really haven't been doing anything. Uh, Met with my social worker. Uh, and uh, we found out my release date and what classes I want to take. So you have all these required classes and all these required groups you got to be in. But then also you sit down and you're like, well, I have anger problems. They're gonna throw you in anger management. I have uh, problem with relationships, and they throw me in that one. You know, and I have problems with this, this, and this. And they just figure out what classes you want to take and kind of figure out your curriculum. A lot like when you know you first start like school or something. What's up, man? Not too much. How you doing? I'm doing right. I'm just I'm using sorry, the phone. For guy, I forgot his name. phone. <laughs> What's <laughs> your name? Dave. Dave, I'm Steven. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, pleasure no to meet you. No worries. Name. I've already met that guy twice. He's the one with the service dog here. Let me let me touch his service dog and play with him. You know you're not supposed to. In my time off, I kind of talked about what I did. I guess um, in my room, I just sit and lay in bed. Uh, I've been watching a lot of TV or Netflix. I guess I should say, watched the whole first season of this show called Thie- Thieves of the Woods. Thieves that doesn't even sound right thieves of the woods and it was a i think it's a french show it's dubbed uh back in like 1776 or something is when it, the year they posts the year or whatever so it's like musket days and it's just a fucking weird show i watched the whole season and it wasn't too bad i'm usually one that hate watching dubbed shows their mouths not moving to the to the words right kind of can get annoying sometimes but it wasn't bad uh, I've also watched uh, some episodes of Doctor Pimple Popper, uh, which obviously is exactly what it is. I don't know if you guys have ever watched pimple popping videos or people popping cysts. What it is, is, these people come into this 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 doctor, uh, Doctor Jessica Lee, and she has, and they have like huge, huge growths on their back. The one guy had one on his knee. People got them on their face, and she just kind of slices them open and squeezes the shit out or pulls the shit out. And if you're not into that kind of gross shit, it's, it's, I don't know, I'm into it, I guess. It's kind of interesting to see, you know, but the thing is, is she's changing people's lives. Uh, it's these people come in with these crazy deformity thing kind of going on and they just don't want to be out in public. It just ruins their life and she helps them. It's really cool. I like it. Then I've been watching a lot of uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. I've been actually watching it on YouTube instead of listening to it on my phone and sometimes it's cool to watch it because you can they, they'll re- reference a video or they'll they you know I just see their facial expressions and stuff and it just it's kind of cool to watch sometimes killing the lights we're getting ready to watch a movie here at seven it's they're gonna do a movie night for martin luther king day or whatever it's just a military movie i can't even remember what it was called i play games on my phone and my laptop uh, the wi-fi here sucks i haven't really been able to play apex legends much my game that I'm addicted to on Xbox, and I have it on my computer, but like I said, the internet's kind of sucky, and I just can't, I lag a lot and just can't play. It doesn't feel right, and it just pisses me off, so I don't play. I have a lot of time to write. I sit and I write uh, all these podcast notes for this, which I think I've hit most of the stuff I want to talk about. I've been writing a lot of jokes, a lot of veterans jokes, a lot of other stuff, and the thing is, I'm just surrounded by crusty old veterans, and a lot of times they annoy the piss out of me because they just feel overly entitled. They're always fucking right. Uh, everybody's been programmed by the military, so we're all we're all very similar. Yet we kind of clash sometimes. Uh, but at the same time, they all they're very understanding when you start talking about PTSD, depression, anxiety, and the way it you know it, it, it affects your life. So I'm surrounded by people that uh that care and that understand which is it's it's a good feeling. Uh, a lot of times like my sister is an example. I talk to her a lot about stuff and she and I get angry with her and I get mad at her and I don't want to talk to her anymore because I feel like she doesn't understand, you know, like she doesn't get it and she just keeps coming up with these things but she's she feels pretty helpless I'm sure. You know, and I, I, you gotta remember that, like your family, your friends, and if they've never experienced what you're experiencing, they wanna help you, they really do. They, they wish they could just reach out and give you all the help in the world, but they just don't know where to start and you aren't being open because you don't think they understand. And it's just, it's been rough. It's been hard on my sister, I'm sure. Annie, I'm so sorry that I've been mad at you and yell at you sometimes, but uh, you've never given up on me yet and I appreciate it. It is good to be around people that are understanding. Uh, this week, all I really—I ha- mean—I'm going to start my schedule. I'm going to start getting into more groups. Uh, when I say groups, it's like obviously there's a group of guys that are going to sit around and talk about their issues or and all that stuff uh, on different levels, different classes will pertain to different things or try to dig deeper into this and dig deeper into that. Or uh, this week, I'm going to be doing a uh, a true Native American sweat lodge, and I'm actually pretty excited about it. Uh, that's on wednesday. So we got a class at 10 that'll talk about what it's going to pertain to what it's all going to be And like, you know, probably the history on sweat lodges and why they do them And they say it gets so hot in there that you can hallucinate So i'm pretty excited actually i'm probably not it's gonna be rough But uh, it's gonna be such a cool experience. I can't wait to talk about it next week when I do the podcast I'm gonna try to do them every sunday and put them out on mondays, maybe uh, this week, Monday being Martin Luther King day, I don't have to, I didn't have any classes today or anything. So it was kind of a free day and, uh, I'm eating three meals a day. Hopefully I'm gaining some weight. The food here is pretty bland and you like, you can only go to the salad bar once and you can only take one dessert and they treat us like children, but <laughs> it is what it is. And you guys listen to me. I, I sound good, right? I sound excited. I'm happy to be talking to you guys right now. I love my podcast and I can't, I can't wait to, uh, to get this over with uh and get out of here and get my life started again there's so many unanswered questions like when i get out of here uh what do i want to you know i don't even have a job right now i don't know where i'm going to be working i don't know what i'm going to be doing and i you know and that's a big that's a stressor you know what i mean like i need a job like i need to have a job i need to have a job with good benefits because i'm required to have them on my children and i don't right now and it's it's, it's oof, you know and hopefully we, i get it all figured out and i can uh definitely uh get shit right you know what i'm saying so everybody out there everybody all of you that have like hit me up uh on my social media post or text me or anything i appreciate all of you guys for caring and it means the world man like a lot of times i feel alone and i feel just like i said you know when i left civilian military life to jump into civilian life i just feel lost i don't feel like i fit in i feel like a puzzle piece that doesn't go you know and it's just like what do i do you know do I keep living this crazy out of control life or do I find a way to deal with all that and start to fit in and you know maybe I never really will fit in completely, and I'm fine with that like I got for so long now I try to I'm always apologizing for who I am for being too loud for talking too much for saying inappropriate things, but fuck that it's who I am you know thank you guys for listening. I have seventy eight hundred listens on my podcast, and I can't be more uh more appreciative of all you guys for listening. It means the world to me. Thank you guys for reaching out to me. Uh, Until next week, uh, love you guys. Later.